Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. G'day everyone, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host Lyle Swithenbank, at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K, as in bank. At Ethos Pelicans is the show, go and give us both a follow and uh, yeah, for all of your Pelicans news and memes and all other carry on that I put on there. Uh, we love the support and uh, continuing to see people subscribing and uh, getting on board. I would like to shout out, and we did say this in the last couple of pods, that as it is the 1st of December here in um, in Western Australia, November is finished and we had the biggest month ever in the history of the show um, for November and thank you everyone who uh, who cho- tuned in and and supported the show honestly it was um it's very humbling to see the numbers continue to grow and uh it's all credit to the listeners and and people that are sharing the show and um and getting onto it every each and every uh day or thereabouts when we uh when we get it out every post game and everything in between with the um with the great guests that we had and uh we'll continue to keep bringing it so thank you Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now, of course, this is a sportsethos.com 
show. So you can head over there and check everything out that's going on. Uh, we did have a rebrand, as we know, and, um, you know, it's gone from strength to strength. It's to really encapsulate all of the sports that Sports Ethos uh, cover now, rather than just basketball, as it was formerly hoop-ball.com. Um, but uh, we have changed. So go and check it out. Um, all new colorways and stuff like that. And um, no doubt you'll hear it uh, at the start of the pods coming forward when we get all of those things sorted. But for now, let's chat Pelicans. So the three-game road trip is over. We went and had the Utah uh, back-to-back, I guess, where we took them, when we split them 50-50. Um, had one of the best games that we've ever had, and then we had uh, a bit of a shellacking. Um, had a day off and headed to Los Angeles, the City of Angels, uh, and um, beat them. We took the Clippers on and uh, spanked them from go to woe, which is what you love to see. Uh, really was a statement victory for the guys. They, um, they just played from the absolute first bell, Right to the end, uh, really hard. Every time we were challenged, um, there was a response. And, you know, a really four-quarter effort, which is something that we've been harping on here, is that, yeah, we're pretty good in spurts. But have we been able to string four quarters together? Not really. Whereas this, we hung with them the whole game. You know, we had that third quarter, which we only lost by three points, but kept them to 26. So instead of being able to chip right away, we held this lead. And it all started with a fast start. 37 points in the first quarter. Just an absolute railroading. Honestly, we um, absolutely hammered them. Uh, the Clippers only scored 22 in that quarter. And um, yeah, it was just really, really um, fantastic effort. We never got less than eight points uh, in front the whole time. So they couldn't ever claw back. Uh, they only got to that oh, randomly. I think it was in the third quarter, and then we just kept uh, dragging it back. Key contributors. I suppose this is the main thing. Um, Jonas Valanciunas was something unstoppable. 39 points, career high, 15 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, 15 of 24, and he was 7 of 8 from 3. He hit 7 straight 3s without missing. It wasn't until the uh, third quarter that he missed a, uh, his final third uh, three-point attempt. Seven and a half is a franchise record. And, um, no, it tied franchise record. And uh, he was just unstoppable. He feasted on him. And every time they tried to go small against him, he said, all right, well, I'll guard you out there and then I'll score at the other end. Um, he was coming off pin-down screens and curling to the top and, and hitting threes um, off the catch and shoot and uh, trailing threes. And he was just a man on a mission. He was fantastic. And in 32 minutes, you know, what an effort. He was he was unconscious. And yeah, there's not much more you can say about him. He was just fantastic. He really, really was. Um, Brandon Ingram played the role of Robin in this one. He had 27 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, 12 of 18 shooting, 1 of 2 from 3. Only one turnover. He was a plus 27 on the night. Unbelievable effort. Brandon Ingram, we talked about this on the Spaces just before I was on there ranting and raving about Brandon Ingram. Brandon has taken such a leap as a leader this year that when he has an off game, he owns it. And when he has a good game, he puts all the roses on everyone else. 
You know, he's still critical on himself. He's still aware. He still uh, knows that he can be better. And when you do this, when you have 27 points and you do it on 12 of 18 shooting, 66%, honestly, it was just fantastic. He um, is going from strength to strength. He should be an all-star this year. And, um, you know, as soon as Zion comes back, we're going to see the, the true form of Brandon Ingram because he's going to just get whatever he wants. And we saw that tonight. Any time he touched the ball, it was going in. He was he was unbelievable as well. And had Jonas not just gone absolutely ballistic, we'd be singing the praises of Brandon Ingram because all credit to him. He was um, he was fantastic. And it looks like he's getting his rhythm back after that sore uh, hip. You know, he, he struggled with that for a bit. And you can see sometimes maybe it's a bit sore on the second night of back-to-backs. And that seems to be his, his downswing. But with a day of rest, my lord, he was... Um, yeah, he was great. He was fantastic. Herb Jones, 33 minutes. He had 16 points, four rebounds, one assist, two steals, six of 10 shooting. And he was just next level. You know, he guarded Paul George for most of the night, split between him and Josh Hart, and they massacred him. You know, Paul George, he ended up with 27 points, but 10 of 20 shooting, three of 10 from three. He wasn't getting anything that he wanted. He was having to work for every single bucket. And if he wasn't such a good player, you know, he would have looked pretty pretty average because a few of those uh, shots that he made were absolutely lucky, um, unstoppable shots that only guys that are that all-star quality can make. And Herb Jones just had an incredible game. And on both ends, because, you know, you score 16 points and that was from timely cuts they were bail out um, off like a tip pass or something. He'd grab it and then attack, and he was aggressive. And by being aggressive, he made himself a threat. And all of a sudden, they couldn't slack off you because they knew you were going to score it. So all credit to Herb for being aggressive. And we're seeing that as his reputation grows, he's getting less fouls. You know, he only had two fouls. Oh, four, he still had four fouls in this one. But... The refs are letting a bit more go. They're letting him be handsy. You know, we've seen him foul out a couple of times. We've usually seen him with five fouls. If the refs are going to let him uh, defend properly, which, you know, they're letting everyone else do. Patrick Beverly doesn't get these calls. Um, you know, he's just going to be unstoppable. And, and you're not going to want to play on him. People are already saying they don't want to play on him. And he's, what, 25 games into, a, into his career. That is just something else. Josh Hart... Only had four points. It was one of nine shooting, which he's not going to be happy with. But had 12 rebounds, nine assists, and two steals. So instead of looking for his shot that obviously wasn't falling, he got his teammates involved. He went and got the rebound. He did other things and actually ended up leading the team in plus minus. He was 28, plus 28 on the night, which for a guy that goes one of nine is like unheard of. Really fantastic effort from Josh, and he's another guy that has absolutely grown as a leader and as a player, and looks like he's enjoying basketball again. And all credit to him for that, because if you're going to grow your game, to be able to pass, and you know, he only had, what, how many turnovers he had? Three turnovers, and one of them was like two seconds into the game where he just wasn't looking and threw it out of bounds, um, or like tipped it out of bounds. That happens, you know, but... What a fantastic effort from Josh. He was he was huge. And, um, yeah, keep going. The starting unit has just been absolutely unbelievable. Graham had eight points. 
three assists, three steals, and a rebound, three of eight shooting, two of seven from three. But he was doing his job. And because he's such an offensive threat, every time he comes on, people will panic. And they say, oh, hang on, we need to close out on this fella. You know, that game winner that he had against Utah is going viral. People know that he's a big shot maker. And every time we need him to hit a shot, he does. That's all we want. And um, and all credit to that starting five because they were just fantastic. Nikhil was playing that six-man role as he has been the last few games. 24 minutes, uh, seven points, uh, one rebound, two assists, and a steal. Three of 11 shooting, one of six from three. My only concern with Nikhil is that, and Antonio Daniels and Joel Myers talked about it as well, is that he gets the ball in a spot that he could knock it down mid-range. Instead, takes a double step back and launches a three. Your momentum is going backwards at that point because you're then trying to step back and then jump forward. The difficulty on that shot, and he did hit one, is is so tough, about one in six, I guess, um, that if he was happy to settle for the mid-range, which was there all night, they just let us absolutely torch him from the mid-range. And when you got Brandon Ingram and, and Jonas Valanciunas, you know you're not worried about that because that's where you want to play from. Um, even Herb Jones and, and guys like that like getting in there. Uh, if Nikhil takes that shot, his efficiency goes straight up because he's better on catch-and-shoot threes, he's better when he can get his feet set, and he gets himself going. But instead of doing the double step back, that's um, the one thing I just want him to get rid of. He doesn't need to be James Harden. We don't need him to do that. Um, and and his, his efficiency will go up, absolutely, if he just catches and shoots from wherever he gets it. We'll take a single dribble. You know, and, and get yourself set, get your rhythm going. But, you know, and attack, attack the basket. We love to see it when he does it because you can't stop him. Um, Billy off the bench was good. Billy Hernan Gomez had 16 minutes or just short of 9.6 rebounds. He's been doing it all year since he came in and uh, he's been really good. Kyra only 12 minutes, 2 points, 3 assists. Sadoransky had 10 minutes, didn't really do much, 3 assists. Um, Garrett Temple hit a couple of timely threes and... Uh, he had six points, and they pulled the pin towards the end of the fourth quarter, and we saw a bit of Najee and, and Trey Murphy. Murphy had uh, five points on two shots, uh, including one three, which was nice to see. His stroke is so good, and hopefully uh, his minutes will trend upwards as Zion returns. Hopefully soon, no doubt he's chomping at the bit to get back as well. So, a team effort. That's what we wanted. We wanted a full team effort. And when you go and win 123 to 104, oofed, you love that. You know, that it's a, that's a belting. We cop ones like that and we go, oh my gosh, that was terrible. That's how Clippers are feeling now. Feels nice when you're riding high on three wins in the last four games, including against two top Western Conference teams. It's what you want. You know, and I saw a, um, a post on Twitter today that uh, Pelicans to date, have had the hardest schedule. The hardest schedule of any team. From here on out, we got the easiest schedule. And I'm putting that in quotation marks because it's easiest based on performance to date, based on the teams uh, relative to their standing. Uh, there's a number of factors that go into it. But that has got to be promising for the rest of the year. You know, we're starting December and we're taking on teams that we haven't seen much of, as well as... Ones that haven't been very good. You know, we, we start with Dallas. You know, they've been up and down. We've got them twice. Houston, Denver is injured, uh, besides having big um, Jokic there. 
Detroit, that's my Zion return game. That's what I'm penciling in, hopefully. Then the Spurs, Oklahoma City, and the Milwaukee's the next tough one. So, you know, up until the 15th of December, we should string a few together. And I hope, and I hope I'm not jinxing it. I'm touching wood and I'm, you know, all of that sort of carry on. Um, but we might be able to string a few games together and that's what we need to do. It's really what we need to do. And, and I hope, um, hope it rings true. And I hope Zion comes back and, you know, I don't, there's going to be a starting lineup dilemma when they, uh, when they bring him back and who they send to the bench. But, because this unit's just been really, really good. But I think we're going to see a bit of it anyway uh, throughout the journey, whether one of them moves to the bench, whether that's Graham or either Josh Hart or, or Herb, I guess. But, but who really knows how they're going to do that? All that's going to do is bolster our bench anyway. So it's not a bad thing, but uh, we'll see how they adapt um, to that change in role, whoever it is. So, key takeaways. Number one. The stars shone the brightest. In this game, Brandon Ingram, Jonas Valanciunas were something unbelievable. I don't think we've ever had the potential for a very long time, anyway, I'm going to say that, of having three 20-point scorers a game. I just don't think we, we've... I don't recall in recent memories the time that we've had that. Maybe DeMarcus Cousins, AD, and Drew Holiday, but how many games they played together before getting injured? You know... Uh, I don't think we've had any consistent 20-point whole-season scorers that we can string together. And we still haven't, I guess, because Zion hasn't come back yet. But all of a sudden, you're getting 60 points from your stars. You know, you've built this core of three 20-point-per-game scorers, all at different levels of the court. And all of a sudden, you're, you're a threat. Who do you guard? Because any of these guys can go off on any night. And we've seen that with two guys. Imagine it with three. Zion's going to drag four players. We've seen it. We've seen the gravity that he causes. What's Brandon Ingram going to go for? He's going to average 30 a night? Is Jonas Valanciunas just going to absolutely feast at all three levels of the court? Probably. Because you can't stop him. Or you say, all right, I've got to stop these other guys. And Zion just goes to town. I'm absolutely sizzling at... Uh, with excitement, being able to see what's going to happen to this. So it is going to be very interesting. Key takeaway number two, the supporting cast has listened or heard the rally call. Herb Jones, Josh Hart, Devontae Graham, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Billy Hernan Gomez. These guys have stepped up and you can see it. They're getting led by great leaders who are... bolstering the scoring, keeping the scoreboard ticked over and the supporting cast is coming in and doing their jobs. That's all you ask. If you're a role player in this league, come in and do your job. I know we had these difficulties earlier on where guys were made to do more than probably they were capable of doing or or expected to do. They're all good basketball players. Don't get me wrong. Every single one of these guys is better than just about anyone else in the world um, that's outside the NBA. Just about. I'll put a few asterisks on that. But, geez, the team looks whole. It looks deep. And when we play like this, when the ball moves, you know, we haven't even talked about that. The assists, we had 30 assists on 48 made shots. The ball moves faster than the player and all of a sudden you're getting open looks. 
because people are unselfish and everyone's assist numbers go through the roof. You know, Josh had ten, oh, had a third of those. Almost 30% of our th- uh, passes or assists came from Josh Hart because people recognise what they need to do to make this team successful. And it's been a long time, I think, since we could say that, especially not this year. Um, that was probably the most complete game that we've played. Like turnovers, how many we had? Seven turnovers for the whole game. And one of them was Josh Hart with two seconds into the game. So really six turnovers for the whole game. We caused 15 of theirs. Like, come on. You know, the, the supporting cast has been huge. The defensive end has just been a complete turnaround. And it means that we've been healthy. And showing the health that these guys have, and as they and as they team gets to full health... This is the team we're meant to see. We're only six games behind getting into the playoffs. Six games. And if you've got a punt on, and I don't recommend anyone uh, going and punting. I'm not going to give gambling advice because that's not what I do. But, uh, you know, they're paying $12.50 at the moment to make playoffs. And currently, they're 13 and a half games behind the top seed, the Golden State Warriors. But behind 10th, they're six games. And behind sixth, there's seven games. So, what's to say that a healthy Pelicans team can't string a few together? We talked about December being the month. If Zion comes back and we string a few together and we beat the teams we're meant to beat, look out. Look out because we'll be in that playing and there's a lot of teams sitting in there that I think we could beat. You know, Denver's ninth, Portland's ten. Memphis is eight, and and the Lakers are seven at the moment. They can't figure anything out. Minnesota Timberwolves are in there at six. Clippers are fifth, and and Dallas is fourth, and Utah's third. And we've beaten every single one of those teams that we've come across. We've beaten Mini, beaten Clippers. We've well, we're about to beat Dallas. I hope. Touch wood. And Utah, we've beaten as well. Beaten Memphis. So the potential's there. All of those teams are gettable. And the guys need to let this confidence grow um, from these wins. You know, I'll still be in here when we lose next and I'll be upset and I'll say, oh, that was a disappointing loss. But the potential is starting to shine through, you know. Pressure makes diamonds. And that's what I want to see. When your back's against the wall, respond. And that's what we did tonight. Very, very impressive. So I think I might leave it at that. Just a short and sweet one tonight. Um, we take on Dallas on Wednesday. I think it's Thursday morning for me. And uh, we can give them a bash. Uh, we then have them again on the Friday. Uh, it's a 7 p.m. game, a bit earlier than the uh, 9.30 that we had last time. Back at the Smoothie King Center. All credit to them. Perhaps Antonio Daniels' turtleneck superstition is correct. And, you know, if you haven't been following along on that on Twitter, go and have a look. Uh, check out the turtleneck on Antonio Daniels and uh, the record when he wears them because it is very pleasing. Now, I'm going to leave it at that. I am Lyle Swithenbank. This is the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast for sportsethos.com. I'll talk to you Thursday. Well, Wednesday after the Dallas game. And uh, look after yourselves and bye for now.
credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.